the girl from the Rose one? Yeah, what she got against Pisces? Wasn't she in the Milford Bay? She ain't gonna know for yeah, her. Yeah, her mom did. She went to Lansdale. Lansdale. Yeah, she did the announcements. Didn't she go to Old Court too? I think she was the girl that passed out. Oh, yeah. And she lost her memory. Mm -hmm. I think she's Shalane and Rich's daughter, right? I wonder if she's still real bossy. Bossy. I don't know. She had people pleasing for her. Such a goody two shoes. And she's such a shit talker. Is she still with Mike? Rosebuds. Can we get real for a second? Let's inhale the past. And just exhale the present. Dear Rosebuds, it's session one of season two, and I kind of want to do things differently. I want you to experience the real layers of Leah. A lot of people may know me. A lot of people may have second guessed of who I was and, you know, the things that I've been through. But I kind of want to take the time to just address it. So... In case you didn't know, I'm Leah. I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm only 22. I love, 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 love to read. I love English. I love to write. I also love to dance. Dance has always been my passion. I'm an educator. I love teaching kids. I love it. Like, that's my passion. I've always been playing school I love to be you know in charge of stuff a lot of people always say she's so bossy but I don't know I just always been the leader of the group and I always love to take charge but I know my place and I know when it's my time to lead I know it's my time to follow so I'm understanding of that and then lastly I'm just a loving person like I just love love I love to make people feel good I love to allow people to experience whatever they need to experience with me because I feel like everybody should be celebrated so my mom always taught me that like I just feel like everybody should be celebrated and loved and just felt good about themselves but in terms of doing that for other people I always 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 get bit in the butt people kind of see me as like the person that they can walk over top of or take advantage of and that's not fair and I'm tired of that honestly so I just wanted to come to this session and tell you you know if you don't know me or if you aren't close to me you won't get to know me because I'm not the type of person to air out all my business and tell everybody everything now don't get me wrong I'm authentic and I'm transparent I won't sugarcoat anything I'm not the type of person that just comes off and says how I'm feeling at the moment um, unless it's warranted or unless it's needed and I need to get it off my chest or if I need to um, express it in that moment but once I do it's kind of like everybody's taken aback by it because everybody knows I don't really make a fuss so and I'm not a confrontational person I'm not gonna argue with you I'm not gonna go back and forth I hate going back and forth with people it's so tiring and I don't understand why people like to do that like <laughs> that's not fun for me and I, I don't feel like I have to I don't feel like have to express myself to anybody but I will do it if I have to so this has been a trying year not gonna lie to you 2020 has really really been strange and it's like weird energy like very very weird energy it's too many deaths too much deceit too many scandals too many conspiracies it's really really spooky like I'm so, 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 so nervous for what the future may hold. But 
I know that it's not in our hands and it's not for us to figure it out because, you know, God has definitely shown us already before that he's in control and he will always remain in control. So it's kind of up to us to keep reminding ourselves that he's always in control. Once you know that he's in control, you just let it go. And that's the problem that I had from a child until, you know, I'm still learning, I'm still growing and I still have that problem, but my anxiety gets the best of me. It's crazy. It's anxiety. It just takes over your mind. It takes over your body. It takes over your soul. It takes over everything that you have going on. And it's just a scary, scary, scary feeling. And anybody that has anxiety can attest to that. It's really scary. You have really dark days, really depressing days. Some days you don't want to talk. Some days you don't want to go out. Some days you don't want to put clothes on. Some days you just want to lay in bed all day and cry. Some days you just don't know what's going on in the world because you're so confused. And I know for me, I have these thoughts in my head. And a lot of people will say, you know, they look down on that because they think that they're crazy and they are unmanageable and they have really bad attitude spasms and things like that. And I'm here to tell you guys, you know, everybody has probably bouted with anxiety, like everybody. And don't think that for one second that you're crazy because you're not. I started out at Mount Washington Elementary School. I love that school to death. That's my favorite, favorite out of all schools that I've went to. No offense, but that was uh, taught me a lot. Um, first off, I started at the age of two dancing. Shout out to Studio Ed. I love to dance. I love to dance. And if it weren't for, you know, my mom and my aunt always dancing around me. And then I also love who got me into dance and my passion which was Aunt Stacy. she taught me the true essence of performance um never 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 give up on yourself if you feel like you fell down if you feel like you messed up she always told me like keep going keep going so that's the person that taught me the art of performance and the art of what it meant to own a stage and love it and we were like we're gonna audition for the talent show and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to audition. I never really wanted to be, you know, in the forefront. I always wanted to be the boss behind the scenes. And she was like, no, nah, girl, we're going we to do this. So we wind up doing the talent show. But, y'all, this isn't the kicker. The day of, I called my mom. And I'm like, mom, this girl wants me to do the talent show with her. I'm going to do it tonight. And my mom's like, what? Like, you really want to do this? I'm like, yeah, mom, let's go. Like, let's go. And, you know, if it weren't for my Aunt Stacy, who always said, keep going, keep going, I wouldn't have had that drive because I was really scared and I really, really have anxiety. So back then, I didn't know it was a thing. Anxiety was really a thing, has always been a thing in my life, but I've just learned how to deal with it. And my mom was just so in awe. Like, she was like, I never thought you had it in you. I'm like, yeah, mom, Aunt Stacy told me I could keep it pushing. So I do it. I did it and and I felt so good about myself what I found was moving forward my anxiety I didn't kind of pay attention to it but in middle school I realized that I had serious issues with anxiety and so it was just different for me like I was just 
I was open to learning new things from people. And that's what I did. I kind of experienced life through so many people because for me, I was always the goody teachers. I was always the teacher's pet. I was always the person that who loved to be under a teacher because I love to learn. I liked learning from people and I still do. I love learning from people who I think are very wise. And I feel like everybody should like that. But I mean, it's not everybody's thing. And so I kind of took a liking to that and I wanted to get into it more. I was always helping out the teacher, staying back after class or on my lunch break because I hated the cafeteria. I hated it. It was so, ugh, like, ew. The cafeteria gave me very, very bad anxiety. And so I would stay back from lunch. I would stay in the class with my teacher and I would learn, like, whether it was learning how to grade a paper or learning how to you know, do the activity that we were doing for the day or learning what the teacher was going to do for the next day. And the teacher would say to me, like, okay, well, what do you think we should do for class? And I'm like, um, am I the person you should be asking or shouldn't you be asking yourself? But it was weird. And it was like, you know, I was liking it. I was starting to love it. So that kind of got me into the love of teaching. And so my mom really, really played a big role in that. But Besides my mom, who has always been my biggest supporter, I started to notice that my dad wasn't there. And that was hard for me because I would see him, you know, doing so many different other things. He had a love for sports. He was into sports or he was into different relationships or, well, actually not really different, but was in a relationship. And also I wanted him to have that time with my brother. So I really didn't say too much as to you know, why my dad wasn't there. And I didn't speak on it because I'm a person that will internalize so many things. And so I found that I was starting to internalize more and more and more. And I would act out because of it. And I would say some hurtful things because I really, you know, my great grandmother taught me well, you know, both my grandmothers taught me well and my mom um, to have a sassafras mouth. So I will find myself talking back. I will find myself getting into like little bitty arguments with the people that I knew who loved me, but I would be upset. I would act out in that way. Nobody would see it on the outside. Like I was perfect patty on the outside, but I was always getting smart and, you know, thinking I knew everything, which I mean, at that age, you're transitioning, you're in middle school, you don't know. And that's one of the things like transitional phases suck. And I'm grateful to God that I got through that, and I'm still healing and growing from that. And so in middle school, a lot of people know, but in middle school, I decided that I wanted a way out from all of that. And literally, I went to school, put on a happy face, went to school first period sat there like it was nothing had a regular normal day then I went to second period and that was our gym period got dressed for gym sat down listened to the objective then slowly I found myself falling asleep woke up still don't know how but woke up from the gym floor and I was in the nurse's station then they told me that my grandmother was there and I was like, who? Who is my grandmother? And they were like, your grandmother's coming to pick you up. She's going to rush you to the hospital. We got to find out what's wrong with you. I'm like, I can't speak. 
I literally cannot speak a mute. I can hear everything you're saying to me. My hands are shaking. Body shaking. It's like I'm in a little seizure-like form. But I can literally hear everything that's going on. But I don't know what's going on. So wind up getting to the hospital and at the time I didn't even know this was my mom but she walked up to me she was trying to help me out the car and everything no I didn't let her touch me I didn't want her near me I didn't want her I didn't know who she was I'm like kicking and screaming I don't know who she is so finally I just remember going to my pediatrician and then my mom tells me they had to rush me to the emergency room so I'm in the emergency room, and from there, I don't know what happened. I just remember waking up to a spinal tap in the back of my back, and that was it. Went back to sleep after that traumatic experience, and I woke up, and I there was a whole host of family and friends in the waiting room of immediate family and friends. And the one person I was shocked to see out of everybody was my dad and he really shocked me because I was living like okay why isn't my dad you know coming to my recitals why isn't my dad coming to my speaking engagements or anything that I had going on my dad wasn't there so this one time you know something happens to me it's like oh my gosh I'm really loved it's like my dad really is here and at the time, I didn't even know that was my dad. So it was like when I woke up from the next couple of days and I saw him, it was just like, wow, this person is, is here. And to see that, you know, after you've gained some of your memory back and the first couple of things that you find that you feel, I didn't again, I didn't know who my mom was, didn't know who my grandmother was. I didn't know who a couple of my other family members were, but for some reason I knew my dad and it was like wow this person <laughs> is here and I felt so loved I, that was the moment I, I knew I was loved and I was so grateful to God that he gave me another chance at life because I knew I was loved and that started you know started me feeling love and so I kind of was done taking love from those bad relationships that I was in and I really ill like in middle school <laughs> In middle school, y'all, I really thought I was in love. Like, I really did. And I thought this was going to be the love of my life. Actually, both of them. But I just, it it didn't click. But that I was really putting those guys in a space at where my dad wasn't. And it now I look back at it, it's like, wow. Both of them had really, really huge tendencies and qualities of my dad. And I was looking for my dad and the wrong people. And I, you know, I just recently told him that and it was just like, wow, like it's a part of healing. It's a part of growth. So I do challenge ladies, um, to go and try to find some healing and some growth in your relationships, um, from kind of getting a connection to where what's going on in your life. So those traumas, address them, like it's, it's going to be okay. So in middle school, you know, I'm still having the problem of falling out and kind of my anxiety getting the best of me. Same thing. I go on to high school, still have tremendous anxiety. And so there I really, really didn't have any friends at the time. I didn't, you know, didn't really go into 
high school knowing anybody. You know, in middle school, I had band. I had, um, I was the president of my class. I knew a lot of people throughout the course of three years. I did the announcements and I had people around me. So that transition from Mount Washington to Old Court was easy. And then so I get the lands down. I really like, this is a magnet school. So it's like so many kids in one. It's a lot going on and you get to see so many different things. And I feel like that was the hardest out of all of my school years. I think that was the hardest transitioning for me. Um, because I didn't know anybody. And so when I got there, I started making friends um, from people that I would see in like my area who were also magnet kids. But I really grew close to this one friend. And we literally would talk about everything. And if I had a problem, we would talk. If they had a problem, we would talk. And it was like that. It was just, it was great because I really didn't have that many people there. So, but then again, at Lansdowne, I had my own identity. I was doing the announcements. I was um, in dance company. I was, you know, in NHS and also still being a little teacher's pet <laughs> and still being able to function and do different things. But it wasn't until like the 11th grade where I really realized, like I was really old for my age. Like I was really doing things like starting to figure out my career at that age and I'm like what am I doing but hey you gotta start early and so I decided that I was gonna go away to school and everybody was so shocked because they were like oh my gosh you really want to go away you sure you want to go away you sure you didn't because I was like I'm staying next to my mama I can't I'm not going nowhere else I'm gonna stay home with her and my family my grandparents and everybody I'm not going anywhere no I changed my mind. I was like, I'm going to Hampton. I, I've got to get away from here. So I decided to graduate, go to Hampton, and I did. I loved it. I winded up as soon as I graduated. The month after, I went away to pre-college, and that was a transition in itself because it was like my first time being away from my mom for so long, not being around the corner or not you know, being attached at the hip and everybody was so like, oh my God, you're going to leave your mom. But I did it and she was happy for me, but it was scary. Like I did not like it. It was the worst feeling ever. Hampton, if you don't know, if you don't go to that school, you don't know it's a different kind of breed. It's a different kind of school. Hampton's not for the week. <laughs> and that you know, I, I gained some good friends, gained some awesome friends. There's some great women. And, you know, um, for me, I was very disappointed in myself in the grades because that was the first time I actually got a bad grade in school. And I was, like, devastated. I was like, ugh. Like, I never had anything below a B average. If I had a C, it was like, ugh, I really didn't like the class or something. Like, it was like STEM. And I'm not really good in STEM. But in Hampton, I got my first bad grade, and I was devastated. I was so hurt because I don't like bad stuff on my record, and I don't like my mom to think that I'm a failure or anything. But, I mean, she doesn't put that pressure on me, but I put that pressure on myself and wanting to have that expectation for myself. So that's where I messed up, and that's where now that I know that I needed healing then, but... 
nobody put that pressure on me and nobody said anything to make me have to do anything they just said always try best and that's probably I'm the biggest person I'm the hardest person on myself I tend to sabotage myself because of that and I'm still learning how to deal with that I'm learning those bad habits yes and so I did and so we are here now um, I'm currently taking a break from school because of anxiety got the best of me at that and yeah so I just feel like people think they know me and already have my journey but I'm just here to say we are healing we are growing I'm tired of appeasing everybody I'm on a new level. We're here. And I just want you to inhale the past and exhale the present. And I know you got this, Rose, but I know you do. We're going to learn more about me. We're going to learn more about you. And we're going to dig deep inside and learn what will make us pleasurable, what will make us feel good about ourselves, what will make us love ourselves and love the person in the skin of our so, Rosebud, I say, today is the day. Don't turn back. Don't feel bad about what you like. He's using you for something greater. Get up and grow and walk in favor. <laughs>